Hello and welcome to another instalment of How Did Town Get On, where we'll be looking back at a February which ended far more positively than it began, with the obvious downside that it's now given us a bit of hope, which is always dangerous. Eight points, three wins, even seven goals to talk about, and that will be with the help of David Hall. Hello, mate. Hello, Ryan. You're all right. Good, mate. Thank you. And a player who we are delighted to have been watching consistently for most of the season after some frustrating early weeks, it's Brad Carroll. Hello, mate. All right, fellas. How are we doing? Good, mate. Thank you. Brad, thanks for coming on. I touched on it there, but it was an irritating first six weeks or so for you, getting injured on the first day against Nantwich, coming back a couple of weeks later against Radcliffe off the bench for about three minutes before coming off again. Eventually, you managed to get back on the bench for the two FA Cup replays and then started against Belper at the beginning of October. Yeah, it was uh, obviously a disappointing start uh, with the injury quite early on. I thought I started started pre-season and, and, the, and the season well, the first game, and then to come off with an injury was a bit disappointing. I didn't think it was bad, as bad as what we thought it was, and I think it was a week later I came back on and yeah, I think I don't even think I lasted three minutes. I think it was more like thirty seconds, and I was back off. But yeah, it was disappointing. But then I came back, and I think I think I scored against ben P- Belper on my uh, when I first started back. But yeah, so it, it's been it's been it's been a frustrating season, really. Trying to nurse this uh, this hamstring that seems to have been reoccurring. But yeah, it's 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 hopefully holding up now for this these last few weeks. Started February up at South Shields, a free it as Feli says, but there can seldom have been fewer teams who've travelled there in the condition we did, albeit off the back of a last-minute winner at home to Matlock. You were deployed centre-half. We were level for an hour. I don't think we could have done any more. Feli was very passionate about the state we travelled in, which I am going to ramble on about. We had 14 players, including two keepers. Anderson came on outfield. The other two subs were Jarvo, who hasn't played a lot. Butterworth was thrown in as deep as you could imagine. Two midfielders at the back, wing-backs in full-back positions, centre-forward in the middle, three centre-forwards across the front three. All of that meant we were playing a formation that we don't usually play against a professional team. Square pegs in round holes has never been more appropriate. So how tough was it for you playing in a different position? And also, what's the effect on the rest of the team when all over the park, people probably aren't doing as much as what other people who are natural players there well, for myself, playing that position, I've done it a few times uh, this season uh, when called upon. I've also, you know, obviously over the last few years, when I, my time at work and stuff, I've, I've been I've been called upon there to play centre half as well. So it's it's you know I'm just happy as long as I'm playing to be honest, and I just do a job whenever I need to do it. But yeah, it's playing against a team like South Shields with the the quality that they've got with the players, and especially away from home. It's it's never easy, even with a, a full strength squad. So to to go there with the squad that you know, fourteen outfield players, not fourteen players, and and you know a, a goalkeeper as one of his subs, and then you know and ends up coming on. I think Curtis actually came on for me because uh, came off injured again. It was just yeah, it was just disappointing. The lads playing out of position, you know, they they've uh, they always do a job. You, you just you just do what you've got to do. They turn up and and like you know like Sloney at the weekend, you know he's he's gone from not being in the starting eleven to then Jay coming off and then coming and playing left wing back, which isn't his natural position. But the times that he has been called upon this season, he's he, he's done a job and played really well. So you know you've got to do it time to time, and you know credit to all the lads that have come on and played out of position. So defeated two 0 there in the end, and at Warrington three days later, it was much the same story. 
I'd be surprised if they don't win the playoffs. Having said that, I've not seen Hyde and they're flying. That Dixon in the middle for Warrington is a mutant. We had Shea Cannon and Matty Tweedley in the middle at one point, and between them, they might just be as tall as him combined. Tweedley's very talented. He was the brightest spark from our perspective on that evening. Two games we probably would have taken a point from and would have been happy with it, but in the end we came away with nothing. Yeah, I think... Obviously, I came off injured against South Shields, so I've missed the Warrington game. I'd heard the reports. It was a difficult game and, you know, they're, they're a good setup. And like you said, you know, you'd be surprised if they didn't win the playoffs. South Shields, like you said, you can't, you can't fault us for the, the 60 minutes that we played. It, it, the whole 90 minutes, to be honest, you know, to, to concede after that, that long with the, the amount of players out of position and stuff. It's, uh, you know, credit to everyone. But yeah, and then to go to Warrington Town again with injuries and, you know, a depleted squad is difficult, but uh, like you said, yeah, Tweedy, Tweedy is he's a, a very, very good player. Uh, technically, really good, and you know he, he gets himself about for the size of him. He, you know he's always in and around and, and putting himself about. So yeah, he, he's been a great addition to the squad over these last few weeks. We now move on to the victory at home to FC United. It felt like it was going to go the same way as the previous two. However, after the first half hour, there was only ever going to be one winner. They conceded a set piece of the smallest bloke in the box, Nick Evangelinos, and then a well-worked move for our second, a collector's item in the shape of a Christian Sloan goal. After the game, Reynolds said they couldn't compete and that we'd taken Pavel Zouk when they wanted him. Of course, we assume he meant they can't compete with the top sides to challenge for the title and playoffs, but it was a lot of fun making it seem like he said he couldn't compete with Lancaster City for the loan signing of a centre-back. Worth noting, we are now level on games and points with them. Uh, the question to you, though, Brad, is, after the two games away, was there a relief in the squad after the tough week on the road to beating, like, it is a big scalp in FC United? Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, the, we know the, the quality that the FC United have when we played them at their place. But we knew that, you know, they were liable to lose points. And, you know, especially away from home, coming to us, you know, it's, it's, it's not an easy place to come to. But like, we're going to every game, we have every chance of winning. After them two tough games, it was uh, not a free hit, but put on a great display. And I think we've picked up a lot of momentum from, from that game. And it's uh, it's shown over the last, last couple of weeks. We are just going to dwell on the final negative of the month, which was the difficult trip to Stafford, which had to be played in the air for the majority of the game, as the pitch resembled a sandpit. And they have a weapon of a long throw, which they use to their benefit. Yeah, that was, uh, again, my, my first game back after a couple of weeks out from South Shields. And I have to say, I, I, I'm not too disappointed that I missed out on that one because it was, uh, it, it was a, a painful, painful afternoon because the, the way that game panned out was just, yeah, it wasn't a, it wasn't a fun one to watch. And I can't imagine it was a fun one to play in. Obviously, I got the last, last 20 minutes with, uh, with Dom coming off. Yeah, it was a very, very scrappy game. And like you said, they just, Ball was constantly up in the air, and games like that, you know, you get them, and you know, that's you know using their strengths to their advantage, which you know the long ball and balls over the top, you know, that's that's how they play. So you've got to deal with it. So the second half of this pod is now all positive, and we are going to start with the ladies' roundup. 
They played three games in February. They beat Cadley Ladies 13-1, and then seven days later followed up with another 13-1 win against the Tom Finney FC Development Women. And then a trip to the seaside for a 2-1 victory against Blackpool Town Ladies. Charlie Kingham picked up Player of the Month for February. Well done to her and everyone involved with the ladies. And how did Town get on? We'll continue to sponsor Player of the Month and supporting them in their title charge. Uh, coming back to the men and... Ryan, that's your bit, sorry. <laughs> nice one. <laughs> Quality. I was right. flowing. Let me compose myself. You could have just cracked on and if you'd have had a should have just, just cracked you know, on. Me, you can do it again if you want, mate, if no, you've got I'm it in you. Right, whatever. <laughs> right. Here we go. On to Geisley, and, and perhaps that display was even more impressive than the win against FC United. It was nil-nil. A few missed chances, a few missed efforts, but a performance worthy of a claim by Felly. I tell you what, what an away performance that was. Um, how we haven't come away from that game with with more than one point, I, I don't know. Uh, Charlie Bailey, how many chances he, he had, I don't know. But yeah, how we haven't come away with, with all three points and the performance that the lads put on was, was fantastic uh, to a man. Uh, people coming on. But yeah, it's a, it was a great reaction from that. 2-1 defeat away to, to Stafford Rangers and like I said we, we picked up a bit of momentum from that FC United game and we certainly took it to, to Geisley and it was just a shame that we didn't get all three points. The first of our run of three games at Jairax on the spin was uh, Whitby Town at home where we won 2-0 with David Norris scoring both. A game where with players coming back fit and more squad depth, it was a performance fitting of the squad capabilities. Is there a competitive edge now with players coming back fit and with yourself, Carl Pafway, Sloan, Ikpaku vying for two spots between the four of you? Yeah, of course. It's always, you know, it's always good to have competition for spots because, you know, it always puts pressure on you to, to perform well. But at the minute, with the mentality of the squad, as long as we're, the lads are getting the results, you know, we, you you don't mind if you if you're on the bench or because yeah, obviously it's disappointing and you're wanting to be playing. But at the end of the day, you know, you want the want the best for the squad and you want the three points. And Feli believes, you know, what he decides to do with the squad and who he decides to start. You know, he he wants the best for us and you know he's doing what he, he wants to get the three points. So you've just got to be ready for when he calls upon you and uh, obviously show why you should be starting. But yeah, no, it, it, there's nothing wrong with, with competition. Um, like I said, I just think it brings out the best in everyone. Uh, but it's nice to have, obviously, now that little bit of depth, something that we, we have lacked a lot, I think, this, this season. And the last home game was another 2-0 win at home against Mask United and another clean sheet as well with new signing Rudy Misambo scoring. How much of an impression have the new centre-backs made on the team? Is there more confidence in the back three now, despite it being pretty much a new look? I think the lads that have come in over these last month or so have, have been absolutely fantastic. Massive credit to them, how they've uh, performed, presented themselves and they've given everything. You know, I've seen Nath come off with his ankle in pieces, you know, blood, sweat and tears. you got Rudy with his hamstring. You know, it's the lads have done fantastic and honestly, uh, we can't fault them. And I think the results, like I said, three, since Rudy coming in, how many is that? Three, four clean sheets. Yeah, they've done really well to come in, especially at this t uh, this point of the season, and it's made a, a huge impact. You're right, Brad. It is three. Uh, we go to Liver's Edge tomorrow. Uh, if you're listening to this, I'm not sure whether 
you're going to be listening on the way down or on Wednesday because I've not quite decided when we're going to release it. It'll be interesting to see how these prophecies turn out. We beat them convincingly in the FA Trophy last season, but played out an eventful nil-nil at the Giant Axe in October. What were you expecting? They're a big rough-and-tumble side. It's everything we expect, really. Uh, it's going to be a tough game. They've, you know, they've started to get uh, pick a few res- pick up a few results as well. Like you said, they're a big physical side, as we've seen when they came to our spot. I wouldn't quite say eventful. I think it was a very dull, nil-nil ball draw. It was it was a frustrating night, and you know, essentially they've come to us and and, and they've, they've frustrated us and done a job. So we we expect the same again tomorrow, but we have no reason why we shouldn't be going into that game full of confidence with every reason to go and get the, the three points because we've, we've got, we're more than capable of it. Feli's mentioned the team mentality at the minute and the, the morale in the, in the changing rooms is, is really high at the minute. So, yeah, we're hoping to go there with and, and get the win. There we go. Plenty covered and we've even transcended ourselves and included a preview. And we all know previews are rubbish. Thanks to you, David. See you in West Yorkshire tomorrow. Yes, mate. I'll see you tomorrow, mate. Thanks to you, Brad. Thank you very much. Is that is that everything? That's all from you, mate, yeah. Oh, look at that. I thought I, I, thought I was going to be here for ages. Bear with me <laughs> while I put a final line in. Leave that in, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Leave that in. This is big girl chaos. I love it. Jack and I can squeeze in it. Thanks for listening. Ta-ra. There we go. You didn't even know I was doing it. There's going to be some cutting and pasting in this edit. You've got a job on your hands here. Like, I told my missus, I said... <laughs> You might have to record Love Island because I'm going to be a while here. (laughs) (laughs) Nice one. Cheers, guys.